0: Hello and welcome to The Passion Podcast. My name is Salma and I'm your host. This show is all about celebrating passion, the force that drives creation. Throughout the podcast, I'll be speaking to guests about what lights them up and how integrating more passion into their lives has helped them connect deeper with their unique purpose. Fellow curious humans, you are in for a treat. I know that you're going to love the amazing wisdom our guests have been so brave and open to share. Welcome to the show. My guest today is the founder of handcrafted eco-resin homeware brand Terrazzo Parazzo. Millie, who boldly dove headfirst into building this brand following a hard-hitting redundancy earlier this year in the midst of getting married and refurbishing her home, has managed to fully turn the tables around, both proverbially and literally, with the gorgeous homeware pieces she makes and has turned into a business. Her less-than-a-year-old venture has already been featured in The Independent, and her TikTok account has risen to nearly 80,000 followers. She's selling out just as quickly as she's stocking up. It's truly a trailblazer of a product. And I'm super excited to speak to her today about what inspired her to set up and how she's getting on with running a first time business. Millie, welcome. Oh, that's so lovely. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for agreeing to be on the podcast. And uh, say- thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm super excited. I'm I'm super excited to speak to you today and, um, yeah, just sort of understand how how it's been going, running, running a business for the first time during this crazy year that, that 2020 has been.
1: Yeah, it's been so crazy, I can't even tell you. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I, I'm sure it has for you, particularly with, yeah, starting a new business. And I'm guessing you'll be wrapping up now for Christmas or will you be working still over the Christmas period? yeah so I'm hoping
1: to finish tomorrow actually um so and then I can have a bit of a break so I literally haven't had a break for so long I've been like working on weekends and working till like midnight most nights so it's been so tiring so I really need a break
0: <laughs> yeah definitely and and that uh, I probably haven't helped that. Uh, you've been so kind. Thank you so much for taking my last-minute order. I think you—you you actually stopped orders, and I was like, Millie, I forgot to order. Please, can you do me one? And I really appreciate that. I'm excited to to receive my gold trinket dish. Very yeah, excited. Yeah, I you
1: like it. Yeah,
0: I'm sure I will. It looks so pretty. So. Yeah I'd I'd love to run through I mean it sounds like it's been a whirlwind and I'm sure you know the first year of business particularly is is hard work but before we go into kind of how how it's been going it'd be good to understand where your passion came from in creating a homeware brand.
1: Yeah so um so I've always been like a very creative person and like even since like a young age, I had a sewing machine and I was like making hairbands, and I actually <laughs> sold them to people on the playground, but I didn't tell my mom. <laughs> I and love then, that. And then I think one of the parents told her, and so I had to pay all my friends back. It was like 50p or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like but, Take yes, it, then, taking money off all your friends. I at know, always
1: been a uh always been
0: started business from a young age I guess. Shrewd businesswoman. I like Uh, it. I like it.
1: Um so yeah I've always like loved being creative and it's definitely brought me happiness like whatever I've been doing whether it's like photography or painting or scrapbooking whatever it is I've always loved it. Mm. Um so how the homeware came about. So I actually lost my job at the start of this year. Um, but I was doing terrazzo per terrazzo, like on the side, like just on the weekends, maybe like selling just, a few things. Just casually
0: making some, some trinket dishes and candle yeah, holders on the weekend. Yeah, yeah, just casually, like just for fun really, because I enjoyed
1: it. So Ooh. it was more like a hobby um and then but I really I really was just making things like for myself and friends and family around me it was like nothing too big Mm. and then after I lost my job I then I mean I either had the decision to look for another job Mm. or to really like try and start something can pursue it Mm. so I think that's when I thought, you know what, like I've got nothing to lose. I'm just going to see where this goes. Um, so I invested a bit of money into it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And from that, it has just grown.
0: It's, it's rocketed. It's, yeah. yeah, it really has. That That's incredible that you sort of put, you put that faith in this project that, you know, like you say, you lost your job. And you know, you could have just been like, okay, I'll find a new one. But because you'd got that interest from your friends and your family, had you actually sold a piece of, of the range prior to um, losing your job or was it literally just something that you did for fun? Um,
1: so I literally just did it for fun. And then I think one day, because I used to do it in my mum and dad's back garden, they had like a cabin. Um, so I think one day they had a friend round and she was like, oh, I'd love to buy one of these coasters. Amazing. And that's, that was literally my first customer. And I thought, oh, people actually like the stuff I'm making. Nice. Um, so, yeah, I sold like bits here and there, but it was mainly through Instagram. Like I didn't have a website or
0: anything at that point. Mm. And how did you learn how to make this stuff? Because, I mean, it's it's pretty unique. Like, I, I wouldn't have the first clue about <laughs> creating, you know, these, yeah, these incredible products. So, yeah, where yeah. did you learn
1: the skill? Um, so I actually did a workshop in it. It must have been, like, two years ago or something. Ah, oh, okay. Um, yeah, so I learned like, all the basic skills there with how to use Jesmonite, which is the material I, I use. Um, and then from then, I I really loved the design terrazzo. So I like searched some homeware that I could buy. I thought, oh, I'd like some more like homeware, um, but I couldn't really find anything. So. that's when I thought oh you know what I'll just buy it all and make
0: it myself (laughs) Um, amazing okay so it kind of came from wanting these pieces but you you actually couldn't access them anywhere so you thought yeah "Yeah, why not do it myself that's a truly creative person like that that's you're showing your creativity there because I think most people would just be like oh never mind but no Millie's like I'm gonna do this I'm gonna gonna use my hands and I'm gonna make them myself I love a bit of DIY. <laughs> yeah I love it I love it and and you've got so many beautiful collections and um, and you know I love what you've done I feel like because since finding Terrazzo parazo I feel like once you like sort of follow one account you then get like the way the algorithm works on on Instagram is then you get sort of you know more adverts for kind of similar stuff but the things you make are so unique in that, you know, you've used seashells from your local beach yeah. and, and the gold leaf pattern. Where does your inspiration for those kinds of patterns and designs come from? Um, I would say it's just like
1: experimenting, really, like I might get an idea and especially like with the seashells, I thought oh I wonder what it would come out like so let, mm. why not like let's just try it out and see what happens and then actually it came out really beautifully
0: and I loved it yeah. um so a bit... sorry to cut you off. I'm dying for you to make that pattern again because I, I... I yeah yeah I love it I want it because you sold out pretty quickly of, of yeah yeah
1: yeah, so, yeah, the seashell ones is actually very popular. I've had a lot of people ask when they're coming back in stock, but I think I might save it for the summertime as it's more like summery, so we'll Definitely. see. Definitely.
0: <laughs> no, I love that. I love that. And how long does it take to make a piece out of interest? Because it looks like, I mean, you've shared your journey of the kind of creation process, which is, is so beautiful. I think it's it's really nice. I was speaking to... um. Lucy uh, uh, who's the founder of uh, another product-based business recently yeah. on the podcast and you know she does the same in that she shares the whole journey and I think it really helps in connecting your customers with the brand because you kind of see the craftsmanship that goes into the work so yeah, yeah. It, it looks like a pretty kind of lengthy process.
1: Yeah it is like it does take a long time to be honest with you <laughs> I- Definitely the longest part is the sanding, and that is probably my l- least favorite part of the process. Mm. But um, yeah, I mean, it depends on the product and if I'm making it in batch as well. But if I was, say, if I was making maybe one coaster from scratch, it might take me like
0: uh, an hour to an hour and a half. Okay. And then you wait for it to dry. Is that right? And then, and then, yeah, you have, yeah. right. Yes. And then, yes, yeah, so it dries, it dries pretty quickly, actually,
1: in a mold, um, maybe like 20 minutes to half an hour. So that, that process is pretty quick. So it's not like you have to wait overnight or anything like that.
0: Oh, that's good. That is good. Yeah. Because yeah. I know when you work with things like clay, that can take, yeah, like days to dry. Yeah, so yeah,
1: that, exactly. So that part of it is great
0: you found a a good material that works with you awesome and and with the sanding I I know I saw recently that you brought on an intern Mia who we both know very well go big up Mia so is is that do you set the sanding aside for her to do? (laughs) I mean sometimes
1: I I feel bad but she does a lot of the time get um, Get her because, hands dirty.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It really. And congratulations for for bringing on an intern. I'm sure that's quite a daunting process, sort of bringing on, you know, your first paid staff member. How how yeah. how, how has that felt for you? Yeah, it was it was definitely
1: a weird process as well because she's my best friend. So mm. that was that was a bit strange. Like. I'm her boss, really. And we always, we always joke about it. Um, but yeah, so she actually, when I got really busy, I really needed some help, and she did she wasn't doing much because she had just finished uni. So mm-hmm. she um came over just to help to volunteer. and Aww. then it turned into, actually, you know what? we could pay you for this because we felt so bad that she was working so hard. Um, so then we decided to take her on part-time
0: and it's just been such a lifesaver, to be honest. Amazing. And and do you have plans into the future to to expand that even further? Do you, do you see this business sort of scaling and growing or are you quite happy with it being more of a, you know, I guess, controllable business in that you know it's more for sort of you and like your you know yeah
1: um yeah I would definitely love to see it get bigger and have take on some more people and have more employees um, Mm and just so we could make more to be honest because at the moment there's only so much I can make and there's a lot of demand for um my products so it's it's hard to make everything within like a certain amount of time so I think it it would be great if we could have more people on board and have like my own bigger studio somewhere instead of in one of my
0: bedrooms. (laughs) Yeah but it's beautiful and again (laughs) for people who haven't yet seen um, sort of Millie's work and her. Instagram you should definitely go check it out because it's so it's so interesting to see the behind the scenes and I love the kind of terrazzo print that you've you've made on the wall how did you yeah. do that by the way
1: I uh with a lot of patience I <laughs> I had like five different tester paint pots and like leftover from renovating our house nice and then I was just Yeah, one day I was just like, oh, I'm going to paint terrazzo pattern on this wall. And it actually took me, like, forever. It was, (laughs) I thought it'd be, I didn't think it would be as hard as a job as it was, but it was worth it because when people come around, they love to see the wall.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful, but it is a very intricate design. So I can imagine that would take, yeah, a lot of time and patience. Yeah, yeah, Um, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, that would be, you know, incredible. And I I, I hope to see, you know, you grow and scale and I'm sure you will. And it would be good to talk through a little bit around how you created this demand for the product. Because, you know, obviously it went from your mum's friend buying a coaster (laughs) from you to you being a complete TikTok sensation, you know, 80,000 followers nearly. How did that happen? Like, yeah, let us in.
1: (laughs) Well, I literally don't know how it happened. (laughs) I don't know. and Literally one of my videos... I think it was like the second video I posted I didn't have any followers at this point and to be honest I didn't really know much about TikTok (laughs) so I was just like giving it a go um and I just one of the videos I posted went viral I think I woke up the next morning and it had like one million views and
0: oh my goodness. I was like,
1: oh, what's going on? And then I had so many followers and all the orders were coming in all of a sudden. And I was like, oh my goodness, like,
0: oh, just slow down. <laughs> that, that, Yeah, see, that's, it's kind of a double-edged sword, isn't it, when, when that kind of thing happens? Cause yeah, if you're yeah. not expecting it and it's not kind of a, a planned marketing strategy, I'm sure it can be incredibly daunting and yeah Yeah. I mean you've sort of spoken already a little bit about yeah how you've sort of been inundated with with orders and demand which is incredible and it you know it shows that you know the product is well received and it means hopefully that into next year Um, you you can expand your team and and are able to kind of deliver on the demand but yeah wow well done and I I love your TikTok I think the success the success is driven from just I mean watching the videos it's like ASMR but like for your eyes (laughs) a lot of people as well haven't seen
1: that sort of stuff being made before so a lot of like, I do get a lot of funny comments on the videos like of, of they're like, I thought you were making a cake or- um, <laughs> Oh
0: wow, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I
1: get so many
0: funny comments. Yeah. It, um, yeah, it's such a unique product. I think that's what it is. It's like, what what's going on here? Like what-, what Yeah, like you creating? don't know what
1: the outcome's gonna be. And it is a very satisfying thing to watch as well.
0: Yeah, it's that surprise factor for sure. And and it's yeah. amazing to hear that that has translated into sales because I think a lot of people don't take social media seriously. A lot of kind of small businesses, especially the kind of, you know, older generation, I don't mm-hmm. think they quite realise the power of social media. No, and I would not. Would you say that, you know, you would you have sort of social media to thank for for the, the huge sort of increase in visibility and awareness of the brand?
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. Like it I mean, everything I've done has been online and digital based. So mm. I haven't done like any craft fairs or anything like that before. So everything is um from social media really. Wow. Um so it's made honestly such a difference and because I didn't know much about TikTok I didn't really know that could happen to a small business as well. Mm. So now when I talk to other small business owners I'm like get TikTok because like it has changed
0: my life. Well wow. and how amazing and 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 also what about instagram as well because you've got a really strong following on there too it's like it's nearly yeah. it's like over 10,000 isn't it on instagram
1: yeah i think yeah
0: would you say that has a similar impact or if if you were to choose one would it be tiktok um i think definitely like
1: my following and customers has mainly come from tiktok um, But obviously, then from TikTok, they would go to follow my Instagram. Um, Makes so, sense. Okay. And then also the TikTok following is so much bigger than my Instagram following. Um, so yeah, I think it definitely has come from TikTok more than Instagram.
0: More than, more than Instagram. And what about, you know, the the actual content creation? Because you obviously you're spending all of your time kind of processing these orders and the demand for the orders and you know dealing with customer service and finances and you know all of the things that it requires to start a small business but then you also have to worry and and think about yeah how you make your pictures look online so is that done by yourself Millie does Mia help you with that I know you mentioned that you've got a a photography background so is that is that yeah are you using that skill to kind of create create your content
1: yes so um
0: I've always been into photography
1: I did it at college um and I also did a bit of freelance photography so I've got like a camera and I know all the basics to taking a good image and editing it I guess so that definitely does help and I take a lot of pride in how like my Instagram feed looks and the photos like it's very important Mm. to me how it all looks um and also I've got a background in social media as well so I've worked for two companies who um who I ran their social media for and also I did customer service alongside that so I've learned like from all my jobs I've learned like a little thing to get me to where I am starting my own business and obviously at the time I probably wouldn't have noticed that like I think when you're in a job you're like I obviously thought I didn't think this is my dream job I don't think I'll be here forever but now looking back I'm like ah I actually learned so much from that job and it's Got me to the place I am today. And even I worked for a, another small business before part time. So I learned lots from them as well, how they ran a small business. So yeah, it's definitely like all come together now I look back at yeah.
0: my past. That's so beautiful. And I think that's such sort of good advice for people who might be listening who aren't necessarily, you know, doing their dream job. Right now, because yeah, yeah, I feel exactly the same, Millie, in sort of starting out this passion pod venture. Now that I look back, I'm like, oh my goodness, all of these jobs that I've done have been so helpful because there's things that I learned, like you know, social media, business development, branding, and so on. Mm. That at the time, you know, I was just focused on my job and I was doing it for the company, but forward-looking I'm like oh like without those jobs I I literally wouldn't be able to do what I do and it sounds like it's the same for you that you've been able to translate those skills into your passion project so yeah I think that's good advice for people listening you know don't give up if you're not enjoying your job at the moment you should probably still apply yourself and learn the skills that you need to learn because you don't know what they'll carry you through in in future ventures right
1: Yeah, definitely, 100% agree with that. Yeah, I just Mm -hmm. think if you're, like, not enjoying a job or don't think it's the one, then just know that you're probably learning something from it, whether it's, it could be something really small as well, like learning how to reply to emails or,
0: Mm. you know, (laughs) things like that. Yeah, well, yeah, you laugh, and the funny thing is, it is is a funny one, like, replying to an email, because I remember when I sort of first started in the kind of, more corporate world and like you know me like you know I'm quite loud and I'm not the most graceful person and you know when I was writing these emails I had to go all you know professional I guess and and actually that is a skill that I've had to kind of tailor because you know as much as I'm a big believer in you know bring yourself to your job because I think that is what sells and that's what you know gets that kind of relationship going but there is a level of kind of professionalism that you also have no, to learn yeah. along the way so yeah that's a that's a really good skill to learn I had a question for you that that came up along that but it's it's left my mind um, yeah.
1: yeah I know
0: this, this these these things happen so I guess um, it might come up in a minute it, it'll probably pop up. oh I know what it was it did did you always know that that you wanted to own your own business like, is it something that you've sort of had like a kind of childhood dream about or, you know, did it just sort of yeah. come organically to you? Um,
1: no, I mean, no, I wouldn't. I didn't mean to start my own business and I didn't really like dream to start my own business. But I did love the idea around like the flexibility um, and making your own rules and mm. stuff like that.
0: Yeah. And bossing your best mate
1: around. Eating yeah. <laughs> when you want and drinking
0: whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. You're selling but it, gal. You're selling it. <laughs> I'm staying um, up till midnight, processing yeah. orders. Watching, watching movies whilst working. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But, but I guess there's pros and cons because you know, it it does all sound very glam and it is, you know, it's nice to do things on your own terms. But I think like you've said as well, you know, there are hard parts. And when you've got 101 orders coming in, you know, when do you stop? Have you you learned to create sort of boundaries for yourself? Um, I think
1: I'm still learning to create those boundaries because it's been... It's been so full on like this Christmas time and as well, it's a lot of pressure and you want to make all the customers happy. And I'm still learning obviously as well, how to run a small business. So Mm. I think, I mean, I try to stop on weekends as much as I can and stop for the evening Mm. um, and just make sure I take time to just not think about work but it's it's hard when you're like running the social media need to reply to the emails and all that other stuff alongside the orders in the making like there is a lot to do Absolutely. so I, I almost feel guilty for stopping but mm. I think I just need to work on that
0: <laughs> yeah and and where do you go to like who do you go to for kind of support and advice around running a business because yeah I mean this is completely new for you and I'm sure you know I know your family are lovely and and you're recently married congratulations by the way (laughs) and and I'm sure you know Jacob helps um yeah keeping the morale up But, but yeah in terms of that kind of tangible business advice do you have somewhere to go Um, I would
1: mainly speak to other small business owners a lot of the time like over social media like there's a little community of small businesses who just chat to each other and support each other it's really nice actually like even if it's replying to a story like keep going or things like that so Amazing. that definitely does help like keeping in contact with other small businesses and even to get tips on what they're doing with certain things is really helpful.
0: Yeah, definitely. Sort of speak speaking to the people who are in in those yes, positions. Yeah, but in it as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure definitely. that really helps and and you know, it might sound like a silly question but how did you sort of become a part of that community? Like how do yeah, how do you sort of do you just literally find a fellow small business owner and and reach out? Or do you sort of hashtag like yeah Yeah. Um, I (laughs) think help help me, I'm a small business owner. (laughs) (laughs) I need your advice. (laughs) Um, I think
1: I just followed a lot of small businesses um, on social media. And then most of the time, hopefully they follow you back. And then from that, I like, I also like to buy things from other small businesses or like reshare their work so that it supports them as well. Um, and then I guess it's just word of mouth. Like it just, you see another person promote a small business or something like that. Definitely. And then, yeah.
0: Yeah so it's kind of yeah like you say just supporting each other and I've really noticed that since launching a podcast I was quite sort of Mm. shocked because I I never usually use hashtags just because I guess like my account's always been my personal account yeah Um, but obviously since starting the podcast you know I I put a couple of hashtags to it you know podcasters of Instagram and just you know some random hashtags around podcasting and I was so shocked at the kind of podcasting community that exists out there and everyone's there to kind of support you. And, and I guess, you know, you're all kind of benefiting each other. Like when you're a small business or a, you know, new podcaster, you you all want to help each other, you know, right. Yeah,
1: definitely. And I think as well, because you've obviously been through it as well, where you are starting off and you don't um, you might not have a big following, or you might feel a bit—I don't know out of, out
0: out of, of my depth. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: things like that. So I think it's really important to small to support the people who are just starting off as well, and so they don't give up. Yeah,
0: I guess sure, and and that's that's a really sort of yeah again another lovely piece of advice I guess for people who are just sort of starting out you know and it's kind of a karmic effect like if you support others they'll support you I really do believe in that you know and I yeah I think it's yeah if you can sort of help yeah people out on on social media and and they'll you know be be there for you when when you need that support so. yeah, yeah definitely. It's a lovely community and um, yeah so my my next question um, for you I feel like you've already spoken about this a little bit but I wondered if there was anything else that you could share about what it is that you love about what you do. Yeah so
1: oh I think I just love expressing my creativity through what I do and my products and I just love being creative every day like Mm. it just brings me happiness i guess because it's the thing i love to do um and it's it's just so cool that people like love what I make. I still mm. can't believe like mm. there's actual people out there buying what I
0: make. Oh, that's so humble, Millie. But but I yeah, I can imagine with like a tangible product as well, like that that people actually have your product that you've made with your very own hands, like sitting in yeah. their house. That's kind yeah. of cool. <laughs> like, that is so-
1: Cool. Like, imagine if I went around someone's a stranger's house one day and they had a, <laughs> a product. I like, "Oh, hey, I made oh, that." Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, and it's and it's really cool that I've made each one with my own hands. Like, a lot of care and time has gone into each product,
0: mm. so
1: that's what makes them extra special, I guess.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. And are there any principles that you kind of live by in in your business, in your work that that you could share with the world that, you know, because I, I feel like you've been so successful over the last year, you know, and you're such a lovely bubbly person. And it, it, it looks like, you know, I follow you online and obviously, you know, I speak to Alex and Mia and it always looks <laughs> like you're succeeding in life. and. I, I'm of the belief that, you know, people who succeed generally, you know, they're, they're good eggs and, and they're, they're giving something to the world. So yeah, I wonder if you've, you know, got any sort of secrets to how you, how you get all of the success. <laughs> um, secret. <laughs> <laughs> the key word is a secret, Salma, I'm not sharing it. <laughs> um,
1: I don't know. I, I think honesty is, a key part like I really like to show like my customers the behind the scenes and show that it's not all like picture perfect that it is a really messy job Mm. and it is like it's not always as amazing as you think it is as well like there's hard parts to a small business Mm. and just keeping it real I think is really important and that's why I think TikTok's so great because it does show a lot of the more real side to things 100%. Um, with the videos and stuff. So I think that's really important, and I also like to make sure that the quality of my products are high. Like I wouldn't. I always think when I'm packing something, like would I be happy to receive this? But mm-hmm. Also, I don't think that helps because sometimes I can be too critical and be like, it, it, mm-hmm. "There could be like a tiny little the thing." like syndrome. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah, and
1: I'm like, no, I don't want to send it out. But sometimes, like, I'm like, it is handmade. Like, it's all like organic. Like, it's fine. <laughs> like, yeah, it's absolutely. gonna be. It's not gonna be perfect. Um. So yeah, that and also. I'm I make sure that like all my packaging is sustainable because that's important to me as well that if I'm creating a product I want like all the packaging to be able to be
0: recycled or is biodegradable and things amazing and was that a tricky process sort of sourcing that kind of packaging um
1: not really I just did a lot of research into it but I didn't start off by doing that I think I had to like get in contact with other small businesses and see what they were using and Mm. um yeah just do a lot of research around that as
0: well yeah I think that's really that's really sort of good to share as well because I know uh, at the start of this year I was actually thinking about a bringing out a product and um that was one thing that I was sort of really you know hell-bent on that if I was going to bring out a product it needed to be sustainable and eco-friendly and and you know Mm. all of that kind of stuff that you know we should all be taking notice of and and working to towards but actually I think what you said there about you know initially it wasn't I think that's really amazing to you know be honest about that because I think Mm. sometimes in order to sort of just get the thing out there and to give you that kind of push to to you know then start looking at okay how can we work more ethically and and be more sustainable you know that's something that you know you can look at a little bit later down the line and it is that perfectionism syndrome you know you want every part of your business to be perfect from day one but you know that isn't realistic and I think it stops a lot of people from you know, being creative and and getting something out there because they're like, oh, it's not sustainable or, you know, oh, it's got a, you know, slight defect. And, you know, yeah, I think... And
1: seeing all these other small businesses, like they might have amazing packaging and you're like, oh, I don't have that. Like mine doesn't look that great. But I would, like everyone starts from somewhere. So even if you just get the product or whatever it is out in a cardboard box then yeah. you've got to start somewhere
0: yeah and even I noticed that with you like your your logo you you posted it sort of quite a little while into the journey like you hadn't made the logo for quite a while and I thought oh that's cool like you know you just focused on right I'm gonna get my product out there and then I'll do all of the fancy bits you know later yeah, on yeah. the line. and that yeah yeah that's super important that, yeah, you don't have to kind of have every single box ticked from the get-go. You can, no. you can just start and then, yes, refine refine the process as you go. Yeah, it definitely proves that you don't need,
1: like, absolutely everything in place to start a business because I didn't and I'm, I'm doing just fine. <laughs> yeah,
0: you're doing more than just fine, girl. More than just fine. <laughs> Oh, that was something I was going to ask as well. When I Googled terrazzo Perrazo, I saw that you had a feature in The Independent, which is yeah. amazing. Well done. Yeah, That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Someone, it's been amazing.
1: Like we will get these random emails from people like journalists and be like, oh, we want to feature you. Um, wow. And a lot of a lot of the time I don't know if it's like a spam email or
0: (laughs) (laughs) is is this real life (laughs) yeah
1: yeah, we get lots of cool emails like that and interviews which has been amazing to just put our name out there as well
0: yeah for sure and it's 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 cool to know that yeah because I wasn't sure if that was a process whereby you know you would actively be reaching out to to press in order to be featured or or whether they came yes. to you. But that's that's so cool that yeah, you're like, you're um, obviously being recognized.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like crazy.
0: I'm like, how do they even find me? Like, <laughs> it's that it's that TikTok sensation, girl. That's what it yeah. is. It's yeah, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and what have we got to expect um from you in the future? Is is there any sort of new ranges coming? Yeah, what 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 what's next in the world of terrazzo Perrazzo? Yeah, so I
1: mean I've got a lot of ideas for next year, but I can't give them away yet. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll hopefully have new products and new designs, and we've been speaking to people about like collaborations um so that might be on the horizon too but eventually I would just love to have a bigger studio and employ more people um and just see where how it goes and where it goes like it's yeah who knows where we'll be this time next year
0: amazing so exciting i'm excited to see it grow and and yeah it's yeah. already it's already sort of exploded but i know that yeah there's there's much more to come and yeah i will be your your loyal fan from from uh, day one <laughs> um before we wrap up i just want to ask you sort of a few quick fire questions um just whatever comes to your head first um and this is really just to sort of yeah get into your brain and and understand anything else that sort of lights you up um as well sounds fun yeah so what is a book that has changed your life oh um oh I do love don't sweat the small things in life (laughs) okay nice don't sweat the small things in life yeah the the title sounds good it it seems to make sense Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 Don't worry, so, yeah, don't worry, basically. Yeah, don't <laughs> worry. Nice. Okay. And a movie that sparks joy? Oh, I mean, because it's
1: Christmas, I feel like Elf has. Oh to be my God. I love you the best. Yeah. It, isn't it? That just brings me so much joy. Like every time it, is like December the 1st. I'm like, let's watch Elf.
0: Yeah, it's got to be done. Yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a good guy, old Elf. Bless him.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: those those sugar-covered uh, spaghetti that he... Oh, <laughs> I i always wanted
1: that when I was a kid. But <laughs> now I'm, okay. I'm like, no, not anymore. <laughs>
0: actually, I'll pass. Yeah. yeah, actually, I'd rather spaghetti bolognese. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Is there a quote that you can think of that you live by? um might be don't sweat oh, the small stuff
1: <laughs> yeah I mean that that is a good one I don't know I always think it's better to be kind than to be right like oh. I always go by that quote like I would rather be kind to someone than
0: proving that I'm oh, right <laughs> I love that that's really really nice yeah I really like that I think yeah there's there's a lot in that yeah it is important and yeah I mean being right is kind of just an ego thing anyway isn't it yeah
1: exactly like
0: who cares who cares about
1: being right (laughs) what
0: are you proving yeah yeah I love that really nice Millie and where is your happy place
1: uh probably on holiday by a beach <laughs> with a cocktail
0: <laughs> collecting some seashells to use later yeah, for your yeah, exactly. night. something like that nice gorgeous and is there anything else that you want to share with us anything else you want to leave us with anything um, i don't ask oh <laughs> i don't think so not that i can think of you, you did an amazing job and I think yeah. that people will take a lot from this so yeah thank uh, I you I
1: hope so Millie. I hope it's helped someone to spark like a small business idea or something yeah hopefully not loads of fellow
0: competitors everyone will yeah, be like oh yeah. this sounds <laughs> they're <laughs> still my techniques in secret yeah yeah exactly no, but definitely, I think like you say, just having those creative outlets and it sounds like you've always been a creative kind of person and it's something that I kind of lost touch with for a long time and I'm I'm just starting to get back in touch with those outlets and, you know, it doesn't have to be a business and that's what I'm sort of coming to realise through this podcast as well. As much as I love yeah. speaking to kind of, you know, business owners that have gone and made their passion a reality, it's also really nice to just have some hobbies that you enjoy that you know can yeah. spark that creativity in you as well yeah definitely yeah so really um awesome and um Millie where can people find you um obviously you, you've got your TikTok and your Instagram if you don't mind just sharing those handles and maybe your website Yeah, so my TikTok
1: and Instagram is both terrazzo um
0: which i can spell if you want me to you should probably spell it because <laughs> i always get this wrong because that as well by the way i mean you have married the right man I mean, that i know isn't it meant to be, like it rhymes that is just like it's all meant to be I really- it, re- it really is but for those obviously that don't know millie's husband's surname is Perazzo, and obviously now yes. she is millie Perrazzo and Terrazzo is the design that, that she creates. So that's yeah. why the name is is what it is. Right. Sorry, I, I stole your thunder there, Millie. You should be <laughs> <told me>. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, yeah, that that is a true sign that you're on the right path. Yeah. You've Absolutely. married the right man and you and you're doing I know business.
1: <laughs> it's all going right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, so that's spelled T-E Double Double Z O and then Perazo is P A R A Z O. Amazing. And so we're we'll Yes. Yeah.
0: Sorry, Millie. We'll oh, no, it's fine. That's, oh That's that's my
1: TikTok and Instagram. And then obviously my website is terrazoparazo.co.uk. But we're out of stock at the moment, sorry. <laughs>
0: when when are you back in stock, Millie?
1: Um in the new year. Okay. I can't, I don't know the, a date yet,
0: but it, it will be on our social,
1: we'll like announce it.
0: Awesome. This podcast then will probably go out early new year. So for Oh, people, so they could be in luck. Yeah, I think you're going to be in luck. Go, go to that website and, and you can just, yeah sell her out all over again, basically. yeah. <laughs> Get her work until midnight. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, no, it's it's been a pleasure, Millie, and I'm so grateful for you agreeing to come on. I know you're super busy as it's sort of Christmas time and you're oh. trying to wrap up orders, but I really appreciate it and it's has yeah, no lovely. No problem, it's been chat. so lovely talking to you. And, yeah, I'm sure we'll speak soon. I'm looking forward to get my trinket dish. Yeah, let me yeah. know what you think of it. <laughs> I will, I will. I absolutely loved that chat with Millie. I hope it brought you... little bit of joy and inspiration and even some hope I know that the UK has just gone into another lockdown which is awful news but I hope that in listening to these podcasts and perhaps following us on uh, Instagram you're able to get some kind of joy and just yeah some kind of positivity in your day um So I hope that this gave that to you and yeah, I'm sending my love. This episode is actually the penultimate of the season, which I cannot believe. Um, So we have one more episode coming next week and then that will tie up season one and then I'll be planning away... For season two. So, you've got next week's episode to look forward to, and then we're planning away for season two to bring to you. So, any feedback that you've got, I would massively appreciate. Uh, this will really help in planning for season two. And if you have enjoyed season one, I would really appreciate if you could give us a review on Apple. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to seeing you next week.